So where do you take your trophies? You know, maybe it's something back in high school where you uh, gave a speech, you got an award, or you were a great soccer player or something like that. Talk about the awards that we kind of catalog in our mind. They, we have this little museum of our mind of things that we could tick off as accomplishments in our lives. Where do we take those things and how we do we relate to our own accomplishments? There's some danger, but also some opportunities. We think about the accomplishments of our lives. And that's what I want to think about today. In uh, 1 Corinthians, one of the things that's going on is there's a little bit of competition among the, the church leaders, or at least the fans of these church leaders. I'm of this one, I'm of that one. And uh, Paul is part of this mix. And I just want to think about how he handles this. And I think it's going to be very instructive for us, so how we handle the trophies that we hold dear to. Uh, a while back, I was uh, on a podcast of a friend of mine, and he introduced me, as I have many, many times introduced other people, where you introduce them with, you know, here's this person, here's what they've accomplished, here's what they're doing, here's what they produced, all those sort of things. And he does that sort of same thing with me. It's proper. I don't really criticize that. But, uh, you know, sometimes we think about our own accomplishments, we kind of do catalog them in our minds of things we have uh, sought to do. Well, the first thing I want to warn you about is simply this. Don't fall into the trap of comparison. Uh, have my accomplishments, as I perceive them, match up to someone else? How do they compare with those folks? How do they compare with my own expectations? How do they compare with the expectations I had years ago when I was looking forward to this point in life? Did I expect I would be here or I'm further along? And it presents two possible problems. One is it could be very deflating. You know, I don't have a big list of trophies. I don't have a big list of accomplishments. I don't have a big resume that people can brag about and I can feel good about. When I compare it to someone, there's always someone that's higher up the case. In fact, we're going to go to 1 Corinthians 15 in just a moment. He mentions all, Paul mentions all the other apostles, apostles who saw the, the, the risen Christ, saw Jesus post-resurrection. And as he thinks about those things, he thinks about himself. He says, I'm, I'm the least of the apostles because I, I was sort of born out of due time. He didn't see Jesus in the post-resurrection appearances prior to the ascension. Jesus gives him a special audience when he meets him on the road to Damascus. And he does see the risen Christ, so he does qualify for apostleship, but it's different than the other apostles. Sometimes we feel like we don't measure up. And then the other one is, wow, you know, I've done pretty well. That's the other extreme. You know, I, I'm deflated or I'm inflated. I, I, I've accomplished all these great things. I am something special. I am just, you know, I've, I, I've proved something to people who really aren't looking anyway. <laughs> we, I, I, try to, I try to wonder about what other people think of me when then I realize that they're really probably not thinking about me. They're probably thinking about someone else or themselves. So it can either inflate us artificially or it can deflate us artificially. But what do we do with our trophies? What do we do with these accomplishments? Well, in verse 10 of 1 Corinthians 15, in this context, Paul says this after he's talked about he's the least of all the apostles and so forth. In verse 10, he says this, But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace toward me was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. Where does he take his trophies? He runs it right back to the grace of God. God's grace is his favor he gives us independent of our activities, our actions, our perceived worth. It's God just being good to us. And God working through us is one of his great gifts of grace. And Paul recognized that. He says, I may not be super apostle. I may not be the greatest of the apostles. I might not even be in the top tier of the apostles. I'm the least of all of them. But he says this, I am what I am. By the grace of God. Now, Paul had a resume, didn't he? I mean, his heritage was been on his resume if he wanted to write it out. Uh, he would have thought of, we thought about how he was has this great turnaround as a persecutor of the church, and then suddenly becomes this apostle preaching Christ. 
He traveled all over the world. He was a writer. He was a preacher. He was well-known, all those sort of things. He overcame all sorts of adversity. But he says, all that, it's all in the grace of God. I am what I am by the grace of God. That's where we take our trophies. We take them out of the museum of our mind, and we install them permanently in the museum of God's grace. Now, how do we do that? Well, first of all, I want to think about this. In our own inner dialogue, we need to always insert the grace of God. When I think about something of the past that I accomplished or something even that I failed to accomplish, I am what I am, either overcoming that defeat by the grace of God or accomplishing that success and victory by the grace of God. All those things fit together as a way to just remind myself, and this would be a good verse to, uh, to really put deep into our minds because we are what we are by the grace of God. And thank God for the grace of God that we are what we are. Uh, secondly, we need to insert this into our conversation, okay? Inner dialogue, out, outer dialogue. When someone pays us a compliment, if it's appropriate, sometimes I know some people will say something to me after I've been to a, in a speaking situation or even the comments and the likes that are left on a social media video like the one you're watching. And I appreciate that. And oftentimes I just say, thank you. That's, that's the appropriate thing today but, to say. But if it's possible, turn that around to a testimony of, well, I thank God for that. I thank God for that. Because we need to put more emphasis on the message than the messenger. The message that we present from the Word of God, the message we present about the truth, the message we present that lifts people up, that's the important part. It's not the delivery boy that brings the bread, it's the bread that arrives for us to eat. And we are, in essence, the delivery boys of the bread of life. So, uh, our inner dialogue, our outer dialogue, our comments with other people, and then most of all, we need to give thanks to God above, give thanks for His grace, praise Him for His grace. That should be part of our prayer life. It should be part of our thought life. It should be part of our interaction with others' life every day of our life. As he says, and let me just read it one more time, for by the grace of God, I am what I am. Where do you take your trophies? Get them out of the museum of your mind and install them in the museum of grace. Give thanks to God for his grace today. Find an opportunity to talk to yourself about his grace. And if the Lord allows, give an opportunity that, and he gives you an opportunity to share something about his grace with other people. We are what we are by the grace of God. May he be praised.